0: This is Lampshade Media presents
1: Anxious Kittens Are Us 3.0 Deep Dive, baby. Deep Dive, baby.
2: Mark Lucas, I would like to welcome you to Lampshade Media Presents Anxious Kittens R Us 2.0 Deep Dive. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great, man. I'm really fucking excited about the new brand. Um, I feel like I'm finally making a decision in my life, you know, and really sticking to something. So it feels good. You know, you ever have that where you just like make a decision and just stick to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Anxious Kittens R Us. That's that's the name now. That is the deal.
0: That's a terrible name.
2: Okay, okay. That's uh, you're not gonna. You might not believe this, but that's not the first time I've heard that.
0: Really? (laughs) No, not about this name. This is the first time I've heard. Dialed you in a little bit. This is the first time I've heard from an SEO standpoint.
2: No, I. I don't know. I mean, I I felt like this would really appeal to kitten people, you know. And that's that's kind of like part of the market that I'm hoping to to get into here is the kitten market. Um I don't personally yeah. like cats, but who doesn't like a kitten, you know?
0: That's true, but they eventually become cats.
2: Yeah, that is the uh yeah, that's the uh kind of disappointing future of kittens, isn't it? <laughs> oh man, so how how you been, man? It's been uh, pretty active there in uh, New Orleans, hasn't it?
0: Oh dude, it's it's wild down here. I mean, we just had Mardi Gras and the entire city was absolutely abandoned partly because of the overarching uh doom that hangs <laughs> over the entire world and then also it's i mean if it if it's below 40 degrees here no one goes outside
2: oh shit has it been cold
0: yeah it's 35 degrees right now
2: are you shitting me that is wild because it's usually new like orleans humid it's as a fuck.
0: national emergency man they are everybody's got the giant coats out people are trying to put snow tires on (laughs) my friend john was like anything below like 20 degrees just seems fictional to me
2: (laughs) i mean is it really like nobody in that city has even experienced it because like i'd imagine like there's more people like you that move there right
0: no but i think like think about it there's no salt trucks there's no yeah i mean if yeah if there's one inch of snow on the ground
2: devastation it's
0: over <laughs> just devastation exactly. nobody here is used to like stopping gradually on <laughs> ice it it's pandemonium
2: pandemonium in the streets Man, I can't, I, it's hard for me to imagine, actually, like, hearing about this shit in Texas, too. Like, fucking uh, snow in a place that's never seen it before. I remember, I had, a, there was a kid that moved to my neighborhood. He was my next-door neighbor, and he was from Texas. And we had, like, three feet of snow. And this, he he lost his fucking mind. He was looking around, he's like, it's like in a movie. It was incredible. Right. What's the lowest temperature it's ever it ever gets there? Like, what what is the coldest it gets?
0: You know what? We have the compendium of human knowledge.
2: Oh my god. Are you like Let doing a Google lookup in me an interview? See what's
0: the coldest Christ Almighty? <laughs> coldest temperature in New Orleans. What is the coldest temperature ever recorded? The coldest Oh, you're going to love this. This is adorable. The coldest recorded temperature was 15 degrees in 1899. Well, the year of the Saint Valentine's Day Blizzard.
2: Well, I'll be damned. There you have it. That
0: for it's like a, mean, yeah, a history 120 lesson. years they've probably been talking about that blizzard down here. <laughs> we got all the way down to 15 degrees.
2: Yeah, but it's usually like what? Like the coldest it gets is what? Like fucking 50 or something? Like you're nobody's breaking out coats ever.
0: I mean, this is probably the coldest extended stretch that. They've seen,
2: yeah, right,
0: probably my lifetime. I would imagine, yeah, I don't know though. I so I know that I came here a couple of years ago before I moved down, and one day it rained ice, and everyone looked frightened. <laughs> it rained <laughs> ice for like an hour and a half, and it was like, oh no,
2: yeah, like it's a, some sort of fucking plague or something, right. So how was uh, how was Yardi Gras, Man, was that a was that a whole deal? Dude, we didn't.
0: It was freezing. Nobody nobody went outside. Wait, I mean, I mean there nobody were went out. Or, no, I mean, not only did the city has it shut down the entire French Quarter because of COVID. Okay, right. On just to begin with, so everybody moved to Yardi Gras, where they right. made their front porches in the stands.
2: I was thinking and people would w- walk around, but it couldn't be like too many people i don't I have no idea how the fuck Yardi Gras was supposed to be a thing at all, so like what it, go ahead and just expound on that. explain for us what the fuck a Yardi
0: gras is, so yeah, Mardi gras is you've heard of Mardi Gras, yeah, all up and down the streets people they spend all year um making floats and putting together crews and things like that that you know, do marches and paths around yeah. the city on predetermined routes. Yeah. Um, and it, it would definitely not be pandemic safe to do it the way, I mean, you're talking people oh, no. absolutely smashed together. Yeah. Or miles and miles and miles in every direction.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I've seen girls gone wild. It's idea, crazy.
0: The creative idea to kind of overcome that was called yardie Gras. And in Yardi Gras, everyone, rather than everyone going to the street and watching floats go by, they would decorate their porches like they were floats, and then people would kind of trickle around, walking around, looking at different, you know, house floats and things like that. But it was like 23 degrees on Tuesday. So, I mean, it it was pretty, it was a very quiet Mardi Gras.
2: So there wasn't mass like you know noise and craziness nothing. Cuz like we I mean, were supposed could... to do the interview then and you were like no hell no we can't do that. Oh no, <laughs> I mean even
0: even with everybody doing yardy Gras, I was like okay, well, it's still going to be loud cuz now it'll be in the neighborhoods like the yeah. one that I live in. Yeah. But even then It was so cold. I walked down to the <laughs>
2: This sounds like a separate store. joke. How cold was it?
0: <laughs> it was so cold that people died. Okay, well, that's not fun, and we should definitely—I mean, keep an eye on the homeless. That is, is a serious problem. Oh but, God. It was um, funny
2: until you made it real.
0: But when I—I I know when I was walking around. I mean, I walked down to the corner store. I did not see one other soul on the street. And when I walked into the place, like the door bell thing went off and they all looked at me like i was insane they were like we were here in case of emergencies and i come <laughs> bopping in like hey guys what's going on
2: in case because it's did you know it's 43 out sir <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it is 43 are you crazy i mean they can take hurricanes and flood water like champs down here but they just don't get snow
2: that is a that is a damn shame. Are like people like people have got to be fucking down and out about it too because it's such a fucking big deal, right? Oh yeah. Like people I have got to be it's... like bumming all over the city. Woe is me and shit like that, right?
0: I mean, we're a tourist city, so the entire shutdown has been. So it didn't take that. The economy here.
2: It's already been that way.
0: It's already been that way, and I think there was some hope that, like, well, maybe there'll be a little. Mardi Gras shot in the arm and even that <laughs> it was like,
2: Oh wow. It's
0: tough. It's tough to business, but you know, people here are tough.
2: Yeah. You know, I was kind of hoping the whole Mardi Gras discussion wouldn't be so goddamn depressing. Actually.
0: I know. I wish I had something hilarious. To <laughs> You're a real fucking I mean, usually, bummer, dude. <laughs> It's like, and now moving on to lighter fare, texas
2: <laughs> dude i just shared this uh this meme today that fucking slayed me it was apparently Te- ted cruz does understand what it's like to go to another country for better uh for better circumstances
0: yeah <laughs> that
2: shit is fucking wild man
0: he tried to backpedal on that so hard and i was like bro you've been caught just... <laughs> own it now
2: like what are you <laughs> I mean, I've already heard people defending him in a way that makes kind of sense. Like he's not responsible for the state of Texas's response to the snow. You know what I mean? That's not his like deal, I guess. But man, I mean, the optics you still are stick shit. Around
0: when there's a natural disaster, yeah,
2: you gotta that's go get what,
0: your what shovel. the huge fucking paycheck is for. Yeah. That's why you're supposed to be there. You think we are giving you? A hundred and fifty thousand exactly. dollars a year to not work on weekends or when it's cold.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely, dude. It, yeah, it's super shitty. <laughs> and it's like, what
0: am I going to be put at Like your entire state, man. Talk about tone deaf.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's well. I mean, was there any ever any question that he was tone deaf? I don't know.
0: I know, as opposed to Ted Cruz's normal uh tact when dealing with the average person. yeah right exactly when did you uh, show up in new orleans so i got to new orleans about a year and a half ago
2: you had like six months of non-covid new orleans basically
0: uh if that yeah
2: (laughs) you just like showed up and the plague followed
0: my my thought was i was moving here i can get into why i was moving here but essentially when i was landing here i was like you know what no matter what I could always be a waiter if I need to make some more money. Because I was a waiter, I was like, I can do that again.
3: Yeah, no right. waiters.
0: I mean, there's Pull waiters, but I can't do that. Yeah. My my significant other has uh, an immune issue, so we have to be super careful about oh, wow. catching it because it could be lethal. So really? can't be a waiter. Can't do stand up. Yeah. Um. Just gotta wait it out. We're on the list for shots. She gets her shots pretty soon. That's that's great. So, I know that'll be good.
2: It's like all the comics I interview now, like I, because I, I was doing the live shows and then, you know, doing interviews with those performers after they did the live show, and it was like all about these uh, live performances and talking to comics their, their whole thing is live performance. Every time I ask, "Oh, how you doing?" Oh, it's fucking shitty, man. Thanks for asking. It's like right. like everything's a fucking bummer and it sucks but I don't know at the same time like people are like really getting creative about how they're like getting into new shit. I mean fucking uh glassers uh getting into fucking coins and shit.
0: <laughs> I thought getting like into coins? Yeah, yeah, like? yeah, collecting coins and shit. We talked about like it on Bitcoin the podcast. Like or just coins?
2: No, just coins. He's like, "Yeah, I'm into coins now." <laughs> just coin collecting. <laughs> <Yeah>. Numismatism. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well there's a there's a thing that will never be used again. I don't think anybody's gonna use paper money ever again.
2: What you think it's over, huh? That sounds like some sort of like conspiracy, no. I mean, it's theory, the, like
0: cash is never gonna be completely over, but Yeah. Just everybody touching money and handing it around. It just seems Oh
2: like... yeah, yeah. I yeah. wonder like what the stats are on drug dealers and uh, you know, how much COVID they're catching.
0: They're just using Venmo. <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't i don't talk to even types. drug dealers are like they can't catch us all
2: <laughs> yeah dude so what have you been up to man what have you what's been keeping you busy
0: so i am uh working with my friend dave on setting up a charter sailing business here called all aboard nola oh
2: and fucking hell. It-
0: we uh, the the focus of the business is taking people out on sailing charters into Lake Pontchartrain, which is a big lake that um, is north of New Orleans. And um, our our primary uh, target audience are people that aren't normally invited to go sailing. Okay. So um, traditionally people in the African American community or um other minority communities it's it's pretty much a i mean sailing is kind of a white guy stronghold if you will so okay. we're trying to open that up a little bit so that's the idea of the business so, so two white guys <laughs> are, you, yeah. are you
2: i mean like how are you like hey you know black people come and sail with me like how do you do
0: that like how do you like start oh, that just, you know where we where we advertise and who we yeah. reach out to and the messaging going to be increasingly geared toward that. Right now we're still in the startup phase where we're getting the boat operational but we've gotten a lot of the insurance stuff out of the way and we're going to be ready to roll this spring it looks like.
2: Yeah, that sounds fucking amazing though.
0: Yeah, it's called All aboard Nola.
2: Fucking A. Well, we'll have to put a, put that in the notes. Is there a we- is there a website?
0: Allaboardnola.com
2: all aboard com. i'll put it in the show notes check that shit out And that's
0: nola n-o-l-a
2: yeah i like yeah and i keep like struggling because i've been spelling it nola like since this interview prep and, and so now i just want to say nola and i, I feel like and then I, I turn it into new orleans i'm like new orleans and then i'm like oh wait yeah. no i actually said it right
0: yeah the way they say new orleans down here is it's almost one syllable
2: yeah
0: <laughs> like no
2: no yeah a. Well, man, <clears throat> oh. oh, looks like we got a little phone call here. Let's see what this is about. Hello, this is Lampshade Media presents Anxious Kittens R Us 2.0 Deep Dive. I got Mark Lucas on the line. Who is this?
4: Uh, my my name is Wiley. I'm a common raccoon. I found this Nokia burner phone in the dumpster outside of uh, Club 20. Uh, <laughs> This is the last number it called.
2: I'm trying to find the owner. This is the last number it called. Wow. I don't remember getting a call from, uh, I I do get some weird calls though. So I guess an Ikea phone dropped outside of club 20 is not out of the par.
4: Well, I'm, I'm here.
2: Uh, well, you just happened to be on the air with a OG Columbus comic, Mark Lucas. Uh, do you, you know, you know who that is?
4: I don't know Mark Lucas.
2: So you're saying the the, the uh, <laughs> raccoons in the Old North don't uh, pay attention to Columbus comedy? What the fuck is happening?
0: Uh, Yeah. It...
2: Mark, uh, have you ever performed for Old North raccoons?
0: Uh, <clears throat> I've performed for raccoons in many places. I don't know specifically if the Old North raccoons made the rotation. Uh... Oh, wait. Were they outside Club 20? Then, yeah. Oh, I've definitely done that then.
4: <laughs> I mean... Maybe I, I've heard something in the distance. I mean, I was born in a quiet of cigarette smoke outside there.
2: <laughs> that sounds so romantic.
4: But, uh, I think I like hear uh, folks, I mean, there was lots of yelling. All right. I hear lots of yelling. I hear lots of RuPaul. Um,
2: <laughs> there's a good chance you might've heard Mar- Mark, did you ever do the open mic there? Oh yeah. Yeah. I think many,
0: many times
2: just i don't know what the connection is but what the hell are you are you're talking on a phone though
0: yeah
4: i mean i just i hit a, a button i have uh, dexterous little fingers
2: oh yeah they are
4: and um, yeah anyway do i, I think you like have kids or anything
2: i don't yeah. think either mark do you have kids
0: i have no kids no kids
4: oh i i've 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 had 23. <laughs> um, I'm pretty, I'm proud of like a third of them. I mean, there's Cassandra, Clark, Mary, Franklin, Killjoy, Joseph, uh, Catherine, Melissa, Foghorn, and Alyssa. I don't know if you met any of them.
2: I, I sure haven't. I guess I wouldn't know. I don't ask raccoons their names often.
4: Yeah. And they're a bit shy. That, that makes sense.
0: 23 kids. You and my grandmother both. <laughs> You're a Catholic uh, raccoon, I'm guessing.
4: Uh, I mean, they, they have good potatoes outside there. Does that make me Catholic? <laughs> yeah, I, I like snacking on the, have some loose vegetables out in the back of one of the churches. I mean, I'm an opportunistic omnivore. I, I'll take what I can get. Uh, I mean, like, this summer, you know what I was hopped up on? fucking grasshoppers they're so loud they're like screaming to be eaten okay they're
3: the best
2: big on that grasshopper life i didn't know raccoons ate grasshoppers i thought it was only trash Uh,
4: i mean whatever is around okay i will take what i can get.
2: you know i have been trying to uh kind of expand my market with lampshade media and uh we did move into uh, a couple episodes ago. I had a uh, a marketing uh, telemarketer call me and uh, promised uh, for like some something like three hundred dollars a month to shave our brand into the back of gorillas all over the world. I'm wondering now if I should start looking at the uh, at the raccoon market. Is there a good comedy angle there? Are you guys into comedy?
4: We are opportunistic. Okay, um, I know at least. So Franklin, Mary, and Killjoy would be down um, to support your business opportunity as long as you give them some cat food.
2: Oh, yeah. They do love cat food, don't they? Yeah. Mark, how do you feel about raccoons? You want to you wanna start performing for them more often or what?
0: Uh, my mom had a raccoon growing up named Alphonse <laughs> because <laughs> we're from the highest pedigree of Westside Columbus.
2: He had one? You are one? I feel like uh, I feel like this could work. I don't know. So what have you been up to? When you're not when you're not pulling phones out of the trash and calling random numbers,
4: fighting. There are like so many fucking cats up in the old north. I cannot fucking <laughs> stand them. I mean, are, are you with us, or are you like with the?
2: I am. I'm gonna say honestly, I'm a little bit more probably with. Man, I just I do hate cats.
0: I do the too. Fucking I words. hate the name of this podcast too, since it's anxious kitties. Yeah. I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're They're cuter than cats, but they're cats in waiting. We know what they are.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I beat the shit out of them whenever I see them. I mean, they do not know, like how do they not know that they're on the wrong side of town? Like I've been pissing and smearing my shit all over these streets and they do not seem to get the hint.
2: Yeah. I don't think they have much respect for anyone. You guys both have a mutual enemy in rats, though, or something.
4: Yeah, they like going after the same shit as us. I mean, I'm still hanging out with like Catherine, Melissa, and Foghorn. Um, and, um, Foghorn. Yeah, sometimes we'll go to a dumpster, and lo and behold, there's like twelve of those little shit. <laughs> and I don't know sometimes, sometimes I have a rock. And, you know, if one of them's slow and chubby, lunch, baby, you know what I'm saying? But, like, (laughs) you know, indifferent, I guess, I feel.
2: Yeah, it's hard in the streets, Um, isn't it?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, outside of Club 20, I get lots of scraps.
2: So what do do your kids do?
4: Uh, They also are spending a good uh, amount of their time smearing their piss and shit all over these streets to make sure that the cats get the hint.
0: (laughs) You got to leave your brand, you know.
4: Yeah, exactly, right? I I swear to God, like, I, I even kill these little shits, and I make sure they scream while they do it so, like, their colleagues get the hint, but they still <laughs> keep fucking coming.
2: <laughs> that sounds rough.
4: Yeah, they're fucking disgusting.
2: I guess, like, we all have our own, like, you know, place in the structure of society, right?
4: Yeah, and they are below us. I can't believe you even had to think what side you're on.
2: What, with the cats? I mean... Right. I don't know, man. The cats have been making a lot of moves on humans in the past, you know, few millennia. Raccoons have really not put forth a lot of effort in, you know, coming over and like, you know, you know, shaking hands with humans and stuff. You know, cats are at least willing to work with us, even if they're a little bit cagey.
4: We mostly like to leave other folks alone. But these fuckers, I mean, the only way they'll listen is if you kill them.
2: That's true. Rats have that reputation rats and cats. Yeah. My neighbor actually like has like about four strays that uh she like houses and feeds outside of her house. Um uh-huh. I don't know, you may know them.
4: Okay. Uh They're pretty uh
2: pretty popular around here. They make their way around the neighborhood.
4: Do you know their names?
2: Uh actually, I don't. <laughs> okay. Mostly black, uh some orange in there. I don't know if you know that uh. one.
4: Oh, yeah, the orange one's a slut.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, she's been fixed, so I guess she feels like she's got some freedom there.
4: Yeah, I can relate to that.
2: Yeah. yeah? Do you got a little tattoo? You got a little tattoo on your belly after the 23rd?
4: No, just like a cute little belly button.
2: Sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you're you're still viable then if you want to go on, uh, you know, get into the 30s.
4: In the 30s? Yeah, children. Right. How, how do children. How do I get hooked up with this situation, getting a tattoo on your belly, huh?
2: I think, well, I feel you you have to, you're going to have to team up with a human. You're going to have to really get comfortable with a human, I think. Mark, do you have any advice on this?
0: I mean, I feel like the die is a big cast at this point. (laughs) 23. Like, why quit? Why pick? Just go. (laughs) Go for the rest.
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) I'm trying to go for an even number.
2: Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, are you going to, but then you, like, don't stop at 24, then you're at 25, then you got to do the even number game again, I guess.
4: Exactly. Or, I mean, you know, not all of them um, make it, so you never know. Maybe you just need to wait a couple of weeks.
2: If you get to 24, you what you got to do is you got to find yourself a human and, like, really love on them, and they'll probably end up getting you fixed, and then you'll get that belly
0: tattoo.
4: How do I make a human love me?
0: Oh, you lie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and when you think you've lied too much, add lies. Like there can never be enough. You're gonna want to be as disingenuous about who you actually are inside in your heart as you possibly can. Okay.
4: <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I should sort of like a cat.
0: It's a little counterintuitive, yeah. but lean into the lie wall.
4: Okay. Yeah. I can lie.
2: Yeah. any I, Is there anything yeah, else besides I, lying? that I, I feel like there's got to be like maybe, you know, bring him a dead animal once in a while or something. Sure. Oh,
0: well, I yeah, can do that. I mean, yeah.
2: It works for cats.
0: Anything dead's just going to spur fear. And fear can be, you know, twisted into love under a certain. certain... <laughs> oh, God. That's...
4: Why would you be afraid of a gift?
0: Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah, that's
4: food. I am
2: have been absolutely intrigued by the fact that a raccoon has called me from the uh, trash can outside of Club 20 from a burner phone that had the last phone call was to me. Yeah, it's
4: been interesting to me, too. I've learned a whole lot about stuff that can go on my belly. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I, uh, I, if you find out, I want you to just keep that phone. And if you do find out, uh, you know. If you find out what the deal is, uh, I'm I'm super curious now. <laughs> I'm sure all our listeners are too.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll stay in touch.
2: All right. Well, it was good talking to you.
4: Good talking to you too. Take care. Make sure you <laughs> kill some cats for me, okay, baby?
2: All right. Sorry I couldn't help you with the uh, finding the owner of that phone. That's very nice of you.
4: Yeah, I mean it's mine now, I guess.
2: Yeah, uh, and yeah,
4: I'm gonna need it.
2: Well, yeah, if you're gonna keep calling back, but. Anyway, you have a good one. Thanks for calling in. All
4: right. Yep. Thanks. Have a good one.
2: So yeah, we uh we get the weirdest fucking callers. I uh <laughs> I don't know how they get my number every fucking time.
0: I mean a raccoon. It's, <laughs> Who would have thought? What are the odds? What are it seems the odds? zany if I'm honest? <laughs> So professional, I can't even stand,
3: <laughs>
2: dude. Man, hey, so I, I feel like I didn't like properly blow you at the beginning of this uh, of this uh, interview,
0: but uh, it's laid away, my good man. <laughs>
2: No, you're a you're kind of a big name in the Columbus comedy scene. Actually, like interviewing comics for the past year or so that I've done, your name has come up as an inspiration for a lot of the uh, other comics that are that are like working now in the city. Uh, you know, not now, but like that are you know have been working in the city. Of
0: what to avoid.
2: No, man. You I feel like you've uh you've kind of, you know, made a name for yourself uh, as far as uh being a a, a comic that people uh that people respect and uh, want to I mean Gilly went on at a at a for a for a good time about uh you actually during our interview. So, I oh, was did he? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Gilly's a great guy. Yeah, he was he definitely went on and talked about how uh, you kind of inspired him to to uh do stuff and now and then he started running the mic at Bossy Girl after you after you moved out or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, you've been yeah, you're kind of an OG Columbus comic, right?
0: I've I mean I've been a I was a comedian in Columbus for a long long time. Yeah. See, I started in 2004. So what, 17 years?
2: Damn. I guess that makes sense. And
0: right about April-ish was when I started. So, yeah, almost 17 years.
2: You were, like, up there with Bill uh, Arendale and Travis Haywisher Uh and Sean Somerville and all these types, right?
0: Yes. I think Travis and I started around the same time. Bill Arendale was already established comedian when I started. Okay. And Somerville was kicking off his room. Those were some really great shows back in the day, man. Yeah. I mean, he ran a good room all the way through, but, like, in the very beginning, when we were all pretty brand new to it and didn't know what we were doing, it uh, it you know, it's a lot of zany. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of comedians with no money, and a ton of drive and talent, and no idea what to do with it, and just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what stuck. Yeah,
2: because like there was like what one or two mics?
0: There was one mic at funny bone that they did every monday or tuesday it jumped back and forth and then riley silverman she ran a room at scarlet and gray which I was invited to come out to and i picked up that show um from there
2: it's pretty incredible because i don't know i i got used to the columbus uh, music scene first and that was only like three years ago but there's a there's just a really great community in this in this town for creatives in general. I feel like it's, you know, there's probably a fucking knitting scene. I don't know. Anybody that's like making shit. It seems like there's somebody in Columbus that wants to say, "Hey, let's do it together. Let's, you know, help each other out and blah blah blah," right?
0: I think it helps if we, you know, don't have really long-standing institutions. I mean, it doesn't help anyone's career, but it certainly <laughs> <laughs> It certainly helps so you all helps. get to play underdog together basically. Yeah, I think it it helped it helped with the writing and to to build up, you know, camaraderie because we're all sort of in the same boat. It's not like there was somebody who was, oh, this person's on the Tonight Show like every so often, and then I'm just new. It was yeah, none of us knew what we were doing. Yeah, and have yet to figure out what we're doing most of the time. (laughs) Well.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, I don't know, like, to break through in a city like Columbus has got to be hard. And, like, it seems like there's been some comics that have moved to New York and L.A. and sh- Chicago, right? Because those New are. Orleans, yeah. Yeah, well, obviously, I, I don't feel like New Orleans is the place you move, like, when you're like, I want to make it big in comedy, though. Like, was that, did it have anything to do with your move?
0: Well, my friend Laura Sanders had moved down here about five years ago. Excellent, excellent Columbus comedian. Okay. She moved down here with Dave Lewis and Kamari Stevens came down too. He's from Dayton and he came up in the Columbus comedy scene. Nice. So down here, they're kind of doing the same thing that we were doing when we were establishing some things, but they're further along than we are. And like I said, it's a tourist city. So there's a lot of opportunity for entertainment and things. So yeah. getting it together, there's tons of, Uh, Black girl giggles, groups and things down here that are doing awesome, awesome stuff with the scene. And it's a lot different than Columbus.
2: Right, We're going to take a quick break from the ever so interesting Mark Lucas down in NOLA to uh, introduce two friends of mine that have been recording a brand new podcast called Crying at the Bar that will be released March 7th. So look at that everywhere you get podcasts and you'll find it right here with me are uh, Courtney and Olivia.
5: Hi, I'm Courtney. Hi, I'm Olivia. Uh, it's also notable that we have currently right now. So today is February 28th. Um, so we got a week before our podcast drops and we've been working on it since September. So it is uh obviously a labor of love super important to us we'd love it if you gave us a listen if you like lampshade media podcast you're probably gonna like ours because we have sparkling fucking personalities and great chemistry meow meow we do we do (laughs) is this is this my sophomore year of high school because there's chemistry Claire's chemistry, too, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so
2: what kind of what kind of content are we going to be looking for on here?
5: We call it a personality show. Um, which is very narcissistic of us. Which is very narcissistic. But we do a lot of, like, we like to do a lot of fun games. We like to tell stories. Um, we like to do... Uh, we like to teach you guys stuff. We do mm-hmm. informative segments. We do facts about celebrities, mainly celebrities whose whose names begin with the letter R. That's a big. That's a big part of it. A big part of it. Uh, think about if E News had a show with smart bimbos. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like that. It'd be like that. It'd be like that. It'd, it'd be like if Ryan Seacrest was a hot bimbo. That sounds, that sounds. That sounds like my kind of content right with there. Sexual tension. Yeah. Which, in retrospect, might maybe we should rename the podcast. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <to say? laughs> but um. So today, we are here to promote that, but we are also here to tell Mel his future, yeah. Um, which I've actually done once before, and I, I succeeded very well. I read his tarot, and I, I would say you use that in in your day-to-day life to yeah. advise Ever your since, choices. yeah. 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 Okay, courts, so. court's into that witchy shit. That's right. I am into that witchy shit. I have a fucking Ouija tattoo now, so don't be talking sideways, but yeah. anyway... This time we're going to use a little more juvenile method to tell Mel's future and it's called M.A.S.H. M.A.S.H. Not the TV show. The game. It's the game you would play to get out of doing your social studies homework yeah. if i remember correctly but my dad does love the show mash so if you're an old white man feel free to tune in to mash the tv show it's probably going to be more entertaining for you probably. This, so you're not yeah. going to dig this yeah anyway mash stands for mansion apartment shack house so that's the first thing we're going to determine is what kind of home mel will live in in the future next thing we're going to determine is who he will marry mm-hmm. um i think the first option should be me and olivia but like as one option. Yeah, you have to marry both of us yeah. if you get this. There's cool? a package deal. It sounds like a deal. Okay. Okay, so who else do you think you might marry? He would obviously might want to marry um, the ghost of Richard Nixon. Perfect. Okay, now we have to come up with a bad one. Oh, uh, wait. That's, wait, that that's wasn't that's not the bad, bad one? one. <laughs> we can come up with better ones now, I guess. Okay. Um, um, How about- The Olsen twins? The Olsen twins. How about- uh, Someone who's in real life now. Uh, Joel Good. I think we'd be better off going with singer songwriter John Mayer. Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> excellent. Maybe so, John Mayer would fuck you up. That might be worse. Yeah, my yeah, body is a wonderland. Your yeah. body is a wonderland, and he wants to explore every inch. Yeah,
2: there's a lot to explore.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's Taylor Swift. Anyway, um, <laughs> what job do we think Mel will have? Oh, do you want to leave Carpenter? Yeah. No, I think that's very noble. Jesus producer. was. Jesus was. Uh, how carpenter? about we do?
3: P- Carpenter pod- slash podcast, podcast producer. Perfect. <laughs>
2: Sounds accurate. How
5: about carpentry podcast host? Yes, he hosts a podcast about about carpentry. carpentry. That would actually be lit if you were yeah. in that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that'd be super cool. <laughs> um, so second option, stay at home dad. Off, oh, obviously. Hopefully, he has no children. Uh, well, like you but know, we'll I think out. if he marries both of us, I don't know. Do you feel fertile? I feel fertile, but I don't. Fertile? Often, I feel fertile. <laughs> the <laughs> fertile crescent. <laughs> the time, that that <laughs> was that whole, loom. I was going to say that whole uh, chapter in your social studies book about the fertile crescent was actually about Olivia's pussy. It's about so. my pussy. It's shaped like a crescent. We don't know why uh but anyway role. so if mel's a stay-at-home dad if he's with john mayer that's gonna be crazy okay so yeah. what else could you be what else what other, what job? other jobs exist i don't know of any oh my gosh
2: jobs. what other jobs in the world of job jobbery well,
5: there's always poop scooper at the zoo
2: yeah that's a good one or what about the behind parades
5: yeah, poop scooper behind parades. I like that.
2: Perfect. Yeah.
5: Okay, now let's get you another good option.
0: Um,
5: I think professional figure skater is a good one. Perfect. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, yeah I'm I think into You're it. nimble. All right. I think that that could happen yeah, easily. I, I okay, I can't wait to see where this is going. So, so yeah. cities that you could live in. I'm gonna say Detroit. Detroit. Um, I'm gonna say the moon. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about Prague? Do you like um, Prague? Are Are you racist?
2: I- <laughs> those uh, are the options <laughs> <You either laughs> like I like Prague.
0: Prague okay perfect
5: uh, glad to hear you're not racist and then maybe uh, Toronto Toronto yeah we gotta get we gotta we gotta represent the great north yeah, yeah. And there's a
2: lot of theater there the- yeah Ooh.
5: that is where Rachel McAdams is from oh my god maybe you'll get to meet facts her facts about celebrities whose Name names Star- begin with the, with the letter, letter R, R oh ah! this, is, this is, is called crossover yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it. when you're a podcaster your pussy gets so wet for crossover mm-hmm. okay so what <laughs> the are we only, doing the only way i can come is if i have a crossover callback crossover callback liv you're gonna think about this rachel mcadams moment later oh yeah i am the amount of times i wink at olivia while recording this podcast should probably get me on some kind of list what is the next category? List of people I'm trying to food. Number of kids. Hey. Next category is how many kids? Oh, we this have. category is super easy. So we're going to do zero, zero, one, one, two, 14. 2, 14. I like that it's kind of it's all normal except 14. Exactly. You have to have you know a what? really bad option in MASH because it makes it more fun. I think we should do zero, one, two, 2.6. Ooh, How would you feel fun. about having six-tenths of a kid?
2: Does that mean that, that, that this, like...
5: It's just short. Only means- half
2: of the kid was, was <laughs> born? Or? It's just under
5: It's six just foot. a little person. <laughs> or is no, it it's just,
2: uh, it's is just a- still baking? Like, is the is the baby still it's baking? It's just a
5: grown man who's 5'2". <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about it?
2: I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm really Does here for it. Does
5: his size matter at all? Just to It mean. doesn't matter okay, to me. Moving on. Fair. Um, vehicle. I
2: mean my dick size doesn't matter to me. So it matter to him. what's your dream car? Uh I would say uh some kind of pickup truck.
5: I'm hearing razor scooter. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um we'll put pickup on there. And then uh what if he drove a limousine? I like uh, that. Uh, yeah. Um but not as like a limousine driver as his job, like he just drives just it just for shit. And then I like <laughs> uh, the last option being like Sailboat sailboat yeah because yeah. then it's you have to you can only you have to coordinate your job with like the docking times yeah and <laughs> i hope you live in venice
2: i hope it has like a big yeah good luck with your
5: sailboat in prague i mean <laughs> i don't know much about geography but i don't think that's gonna work have to put the f- actually like i that. literally <laughs> don't know someone's gonna message us like prague is actually on a very direct sail line and i'm gonna be like my bad <laughs> like sorry i didn't know um Pets. All right, now pets. So four turtles. Four turtles. Okay. I'm gonna say um a parakeet because fuck birds. Yeah, I hate them. Hate I'd birds. much rather have four this, turtles. Crying at the bar is staunchly against birds. We have a we fair, need to that's make that something statement. you yeah. need to know before you, you know list that. that. Um okay, something normal, like two dogs. And two then dogs. how many snakes is like truly crazy? Sixty nine. Sixty nine snakes. I
2: Perfect. feel like it's far less than that reality, remember but Okay,
5: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch <laughs> that's also part of the show we're cons, especially yeah, me we're huge bitches so and tune in and hear us bully people that we called for interviews it's less of a personality show <laughs> and more of a horrible personality show exactly okay yeah. so we're gonna give you guys a brief moment of rest while we figure this out using science um, when you come back, we're gonna tell you Mel's future. Do 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 do. I think I'm off pitch enough that Jeopardy won't sue us. Yeah, do you know what I mean. Because like, no, you're good. Because the notes aren't right. So how could they? Dude, it's crazy that she's determining your future right now. How yeah. do you feel?
2: I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm very nervous. Um, I mean,
5: the good news is this is legally binding and whatever she decides you absolutely have to do. So at yeah. least, like, I don't want you to feel like you have the freedom of, like, choice or
0: <laughs> or anything.
5: Like, at least you'll just know what's up. Okay. All right, Liv. We're back. What's he going to do? Are you ready, though? What I'm ready. It's a he, him pronoun, right?
2: Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm.
5: what's he going to do? So I'm very happy to tell you that you lucked out. You live in a luxurious mansion. Well, okay. with your handsome husband, John Mayer, singer songwriter John Mayer. <laughs> the interesting thing to me is that you are a stay at home dad, but you do not have any children.
3: Okay. So, pet parent.
5: Uh, maybe John, well, maybe John Mayer has children from a previous marriage. He doesn't. Well, we don't know. <laughs> this is the future. Oops. You're right. He could have chosen. Had... You could be stepped out of the year. Who's to say? Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang with that. I mean,
5: hell, as far as we know, John Mayer is straight, so there's a lot that's not adding up, and we really is, want to think about it. But... This is true. You live in Prague. With your four turtles, that makes sense. You, John Mayer, four turtles, and John Mayer. So I am a pet dad. From a previous you are a pet dad. That's fair. I mean, maybe you can't work because the four turtles. I actually don't know how time consuming that is. So maybe. not very. Well,
2: but it depends on how much you love them, obviously. That's right. true,
5: and how well they get along, and and then. Um, you drive your four turtles around. I like to think in little car seats in the back of your pickup. So nice. that's cute. You've got the pickup. I yeah. did land the pickup. So I
1: honestly think
5: this is a really cute life. You've got the you've got the successful husband. You don't have to work. You're in Prague. I mean, come on, it's Prague. It's fucking Prague. And <laughs> also, like, if I got a future this good, I would quit my job tomorrow, Mel. You don't have to be a carpenter podcast host anymore. You're free, baby. We free yeah. you. I you're mean, you're gonna fall in love with John Mayer. That's what the the cards that's what the cards say. Literally what the cards say. I
2: probably won't have time for a hobby with all the fucking I'll be doing.
5: Yeah, that's we'll true. and
2: the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I do have to father these turtles. Yeah.
5: I mean, apparently so extensively that you can't have a job. So and yeah, how, maybe how many turtles
2: are there again? Four. 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 So this is like a Teenage Mutant Ninja big, Turtle
5: situation. They must yes. have big personalities. Maybe maybe those are your Children are the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Maybe you like have an obsession with dressing them up and like interpreting their personalities, and you're like, "Oh, sorry, Marcus is really fussy today. Like his Libra is in rising." Or maybe you fuck them.
2: Oof. Oof. Problematic.
5: Now, see that out. (laughs) Well, if this was our show, we'd ask you guys what we're normalizing today, but apparently on Mel's Show, we're normalizing fucking your four turtles that you consider your children. So. Mm I don't really know what goes down on Lampshade Media Podcast unless I'm being featured, but I do recommend you guys click clickety-clack-clack after you finish this episode, Mm -hmm. which you should definitely finish. Listen to this one, and And it's And then you're gonna head your ass over to crying at the bar, and you're gonna be like, whoa, this content is mind-blowing. These girls truly are smart bimbos. You're gonna be like, wow, I can tell these girls have gorilla grip (laughs) coochies. Big naturals. Big naturals. (laughs) Long legs, great tits. My fat asses. I know you guys can't see me, but I want you to know my eyes are the perfect distance apart. Mm -hmm. Mal, can confirm?
2: I can confirm. And I
5: have a tooth gap that's both endearing and unique. I think about Liv's tooth gap. All right. We should. (laughs) Anyway. um, Anyways, thank you.
2: I think they get the idea. I, I think, think they're they all the on idea. board yeah. now, yeah,
5: I think this is I a think great, they know we want to fuck each other, yep. I think, like, if mine and Olivia's podcast is a triple scoop from Baskin Robbins, this is when they give you that little pink spoon and you get to try a flavor, which is exactly what we we're aiming for. So we'll see you, bitches on March seventh. Listen to so our podcast. Much. We put a lot of work into it. And as I've mentioned, Crying at the Bar is me, it's Olivia, it's our producers, and it's all of you. It's all of you. And thank, thank you for you. listening. Thank you, Mel, for having us on. No problem. That was a forehead kiss. Put your to phone your up forehead. to your forehead. Me and, and that 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 was a kiss right, right on your weenus. That little part of your elbow. Weenus kiss. All right. Well, bye. Thank you.
2: You've been listening to Courtney and Olivia and myself. Courtney and Olivia are the hosts of the Crying at the Bar podcast, and it is a fucking blast. I listen to it. I engineer it. Uh, But Courtney and Olivia are the hosts, and they are fabulous. So check them out. Crying at the Bar. Go ahead and type that into whatever podcast app you're listening to the show on. And uh, right now, let's get back to Mark Lucas. We should fucking take this thing through the whole narrative because – I, I've been thrilled to have this interview because you you have gone from okay OG Columbus comic and then you like kind of like spent some time, lived a little life, and then you got divorced, and you fucking left and just backpacked around the fucking world for how long?
0: Uh about a year. A year. Like yeah.
2: that's incredible. Like yeah,
0: you hear about it, it was a hell of a that. midlife crisis
2: you, you, Well I mean no you didn't just leave You prepared and then you went On this journey right
0: I Had always regretted that I'd never Taken the opportunity when I was In my 20s to travel anywhere Yeah um, And I've been all around the United States I've done shows and things In different cities and I've traveled To different cities in the US but I'd never been out of the country I had a passport that was pretty much unused. I went to England with my ex-wife once and that was the only stamp on my whole passport. So yeah. I you know when when our marriage was coming to a close, we were both trying to we individually were figuring out what, where we wanted to go from there. And since, you know, I didn't have any kids, we were selling our houses because we had a house and then we had a little rental property that was the house that I lived in. So we sold all that stuff and, you know, she went off to build her life and I was like, I'm not really tethered to anything. Perfect opportunity for me to, you know, do what I'd wanted to do. Go around and yeah, see the, see the world so that's what i did i went to training to physical training to be able to carry a bunch of equipment on my back throughout you know europe and southeast asia i did a good stretch of it on a bicycle so there was a lot of cycle training that i did also
2: wow you were just biking around the world is that what you're telling me right now
0: well i mean the The original idea was I was like, well, we could bike around Europe and then um, public transportation there is so reasonable and it's, (laughs) you know, they have public transportation from city to city. So you were
2: basically like, fuck this, I'm taking the bus.
0: (laughs) Well, we bought the bikes and I was like, you know, it's going to cost us almost the same. Plus that winter was really cold. Yeah. So it was it was easier in a lot of ways just to take trains. So we did that um through Europe and then when it got really really cold at the beginning of February um in Italy was where we were at at that point. we were like, let's go somewhere warm. So we flew to Thailand. Nice. I did this with a buddy of mine. His name's Ben Sheila's. He's a He's a chef and another really funny guy, so couldn't have done it without him. You know we yeah. shared resources and all the planning and yeah. things like that. so we went to Thailand and then we were in Thailand, Cambodia. we uh went to Vietnam, went up to Korea, Japan, came back through Asia, and then we flew back to Eastern Europe, and we backpacked through. Eastern Europe and then we rode our bikes down the we got back to Germany where a buddy of mine lived in uh Cologne his name is Sven and stayed with him for a little while while we prepped our bikes and then we went down the Rhine River trail in Germany
2: wow that is why so
0: near the end of the Rhine River trail is when I got a call from my buddy Dave here um, saying that he wanted to start up a sailing charter business and would I be interested in helping? And I jumped at the opportunity because that seemed like another wild ass chapter. Move wow. down to New Orleans.
2: So you've just helped gone, start a sailing charter company with You've me. gone all over the world there. On your fucking bike, you're at least lugging around, even if you're not on it. And then and then during that is when you get this call to New Orleans.
0: I was in um, Lorelei, which is a beautiful uh, – <laughs> it's like a beautiful Hamlet thing on the river, oh, the Rhine River in I Germany. thought you
2: were talking about Gilmore.
0: <laughs> the Gilmore girl?
2: <laughs> Sorry. I love that show, you know.
0: Uh, as does my lady. Yeah. I come in that's like her <laughs> default. <laughs> I default anyway. to like Star Trek and stuff like that. I come in and she's watching, you know, shows where people discuss relationships and other worthless shit like that. So...
2: <laughs> no, so you you're yeah no, you're it's in Lorelai. I've watched plenty of that show too. <laughs> so so you're in Lorelei and you get the call to fucking start this charter and then you just go to to New Orleans.
0: I got I got the call from him. So then I went to Paris because. Charles de Gaulle is the big airport you'd fly out of yeah. if you want to save a little money. So you fly from Paris to uh, New York.
3: Huh.
0: So I went back to Columbus, put all what things I had left in storage, and you know, got to see my sister, my nephews, my parents, and all my friends. Hung out there for a week, and then yeah. came down here, and inside a week,
2: I feel like I remember you doing like uh, some, some appearances while you were in town
0: uh, during that, right? I think I might have done a show when I came back. Yeah. Oh, no, but yeah, inside a week of being down here, he and I were in Patterson, Louisiana, putting together a ship that he had bought for like what what we considered a steal at the time. And then you find out how much it cost to repair a ship. So. And then, actually, we're coming up on the anniversary of us getting the boat into enough condition that we took it back through the intercoastal waterway. It's called the ICW. Yeah. It's like a highway of uh, commercial channels. Okay. But Big boats. Yeah, one one stretch of it, when you get back to New Orleans, we had to cross the uh, Mississippi River, which... Sounds, you know, to people who are uninitiated or unfamiliar with the river, that that'd be a leisurely Tom Sawyer-ish thing. No, that is a a fast-moving, deadly commercial waterway. And we were in a little sailboat with, like, Navy ships, cruise boats, giant commercial traffic. We were going... 12 knots, which is about 12 miles an hour over ground. But, uh, it felt like we were going a hundred miles an
2: hour. Are you, are you a sailor? Like before this? Uh, No. Okay. Cause I just ship. So Dave Lewis is thinking to himself, I want to start this, uh, the sailing business. I want to reach out to uh, minorities that don't have opportunities to sail, Uh, Who's my best option? Is it Sailor Mark? No, it's not Sailor Mark. It's just Mark Lucas.
0: (laughs) Oh, there are tons of people. There are tons of people smarter and more qualified than me. Yeah. What I brought to the table (laughs) was...
2: Give us your elevator pitch um, for the sailing company for your
0: participation. What I brought to the table were no conflicts uh schedule wise or anything because <laughs> I had nothing. Going. I'm available. Everybody else our age has kids, <laughs> job, a house. So
2: I see. Yeah. So you're just like, I'm willing to fucking throw in, so I'm gonna do it. Yeah, that's tight
0: though. I've been good I've been good friends with Dave for years. So Oh okay, um, yeah. So he knows you're like you good know, for
2: the work and shit, yeah.
0: I was up for adventure. I know my way around a toolbox. So yeah. Um, He was in the Navy, and he served on a couple of sailing ships, including uh, a reproduction of the Amistad. Huh. You remember the movie Amistad? I do. There's a replica of that ship built, except for the fact that it has a motor in it and things that you need um, yeah. to be compliant. It's It's an old wooden sailing ship. It's educational, so people get on it. They tell them about the ship, about ships in general, and what the Amistad was involved with, and so on. So, so he had some background from that. Yeah, and just rope me in because I'm game. Yeah,
2: that's so cool, man. And
0: I like it. I've learned so much, so that's great. Yeah,
2: and then uh, apparently, like you've uh, you've got this new lady in your life now here in New Orleans. You got a whole new life now.
0: Yeah, Carrie. She yeah. Was, um, she lived in Columbus. I had met her there before oh, I left okay. and we kept in contact while I was traveling. Yeah. And then when I came back, we talked about, you know, getting together and her coming down here and it was great. All worked out. Oh
2: yeah. So this is like actually like uh very relevant to me. I'm uh, mm-hmm. doing this new segment where, uh, where yeah. I have, uh, Columbus Comics uh give me dating advice? Sure. And uh and I just happen to be on a date tonight.
0: Okay, I've already got a note for you. <laughs> I mean right out of the gate. <laughs> I feel it won't be the last note. <laughs> uh, that's exactly. I'm
2: glad you're I'm glad you're here for it, man. Would you like to meet right. Madee? Hello. Madee? Yeah, like Sadie.
1: Yeah, like Sadie but with an M. Everyone calls me Matt. Or like, so, you know,
0: call me whatever. Yar me Matey, like oh, on yeah. a sailing ship.
1: First time I heard that joke. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but have you heard it from an actual sailor?
1: I don't think so. So thank you. Yeah, relevant. I'll take it
0: from you. So what date are we on? So
2: this is technically, technically the second date. The first date was in September.
0: So wait, hold on. (laughs) You went on one date in September. There was a lull (laughs) for eight months. You can call it a lull, Yeah, yeah. No, 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 five months. And then second date. You thought, I really, really got to lock this down. Let me show her my basement. (laughs) And my podcast
3: setup.
1: (laughs) I saw saw it on the first date.
0: You saw it on the first date? Yeah,
1: I saw it on the first date. And I'm back now.
0: (laughs) I mean, are you just swinging mad hammer, man? Like, there, this, I mean, would, there, normally, there's this a would normally backstory. be the yeah. end of
1: it. There, there's a backstory to this. that he.
0: I feel like I'm talking to you on your last date. With this.
1: I thought the first date was going to be the last date. <laughs>
0: well, he turned it around, huh? I don't know. R-
1: it's, it's yet to be seen. <laughs> it's
0: yet to be seen?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, it depends on how this goes. Like, I hope you give me some good notes. <laughs>
0: i think any notes would probably be pretty good
3: notes
2: (laughs) yeah 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 i mean i okay so i kind of fucked things up the first time
0: and you think you're not fucking them up now go on (laughs) yeah you you go ahead go ahead
1: well okay we had a good first date i thought and I don't know how many days had passed since our first date. And then I I woke up to just a flurry of text messages from him.
0: That's always a good thing. It doesn't smell of desperation at all.
1: No. And they were a lot. The messages were a lot to wake up to. Yeah. Of like future plans and like all of this stuff that he was imagining for us together. And I was like pretty much immediately pulled the cord after that. I was like, dude, this is too much. We you yeah. don't know me. I'm a stranger to you. Yeah. And it's just too much. And so I kindly I was I think I was pretty nice to you. No, about you were it. very
2: nice. Yeah. I completely understood and I agreed with her. Um I, I I just I just wished look, I wished that I wasn't on Molly that night. Texting.
0: Yeah. So you wish that you weren't on Molly?
2: <laughs> yes, that is a hundred percent
1: and I would say that's a. Re- there were two red flags I saw, and I'm 31. So at this point, I will re- eject myself from a situation if I see a red flag. The first red flag was you word vomiting all of you know these plans you had for a stranger, basically, which is what I am to you. The second one was doing Molly on like a Tuesday at 3 p.m. or something like that. It wasn't
0: 3 p.m., <laughs> but it was a weeknight. That's hard to. The Molly on a Tuesday is difficult to play off like, oh, man, you don't know. It was New Year's Eve. We were partying. Yeah, that's how I felt. (laughs)
1: Like, I'm all for drugs, but I'm like a weekend drug girl. I'm not like a Wednesday drug girl, you know?
2: (laughs) To be fair, to be fair, I didn't tell her about the Molly until recently. So this one's kind of on her that she's here for number two.
1: Yeah. Sure. No, I didn't. I didn't know that Molly was a fact. I don't think I knew that Molly was a factor.
2: I was definitely too embarrassed to admit the Molly, even though it would have explained the the strange emotional behavior.
0: <laughs> what? Do we have some of those texts?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Call we do. To read I'll okay. go over them, oh play
0: by play.
1: <laughs> no. Do you want me to read them? Are you okay with that? Like
2: the ones that you don't think will hurt me permanently. Uh. <laughs> Cause it is like humiliating It was ridiculous
1: Well and you know that's wh- why I would say I'm here right now Is because your reaction after I rejected you Was really good Like I've, I've rejected men before And they're like well fuck you I didn't like you Sorry can I swear Absolutely. And they're like fuck you I didn't like you anyways And I was like well, ju- just because I rejected you You don't like me Like you handled the rejection very well Which I appreciated
2: Well no because I completely fucking agreed with you <laughs>
1: you like just seemed really self-aware after You're the like, Molly incident, you
0: yeah, know. I I wouldn't go on a date with me. I, <laughs> yeah. Looking over all the evidence, which is piling up swiftly, I <laughs> I wouldn't date anyone that would date me.
2: Actually, oh. no. I don't think we need to read the text. You oh, know, yeah, I mean.
1: But just like, can you see? There's just like, do you see? That's that's all him. Oh, without oh, without
0: man. being able to read it i can tell you it's too much it's too it was too it much. was
2: no it was too much yeah. i remember okay so i remember waking up the next morning and uh she said uh she texted me like i don't know maybe like a reasonable hour seven thirty. yikes that was a lot to wake up to it was <laughs> and then at that point i said yikes. i said oh no and then i went and read them and i said Oh no. <laughs> but I was definitely I like how it
0: only took you five months to patch this up.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh I, I, I think it's uh I think I think it's 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 nice. I was I was pleasantly surprised.
1: Well, and not to be you know, not to get all serious. I know this is a funny podcast, but like when you first meet someone and they reject you, it's m- it's mostly about how they feel about themselves and it's not an issue with you. Like this has to do with me being like why would someone like me so much? They barely know me. Like, they're more my issues of why I, like, rejected you at first. You know, it wasn't really anything to do with you. Some girls might have loved that, like, word vomit of, like, affection immediately. But it just, for me, it was like, whoa, you don't even know me. Why would yeah. you like me that much?
0: Well, no, I,
2: yeah, I, I agree.
1: Maybe, you, know? you, you
0: are, you are what my mother would refer to as a real sport. <laughs> <laughs> you're, wow. you're.
1: I love a mom compliment. Thank you.
0: You're you're game.
2: (laughs) All right. So what are your notes so far?
0: I mean, uh, a restaurant would normally be maybe cook or something. Are you worried for Uh, my
2: safety right now? Oh, okay. Wait, wait, (laughs) wait, wait, wait. wait. There is an important uh, note for you before you make any further notes. She is really into podcasting.
0: Oh, really into podcasting? Yeah. Well, then great. Then you're... It's a pretty good date then.
2: <laughs> I'm glad for the first time this evening during this segment that I don't look like a fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you read the room properly, I suppose. In
3: terms of-
1: well, and I'm also here because I pulled my friends, as we do as girls. I, two of them were like, no, don't go. And two of them were like, "You know, let's give it give it another try. like just see, see what happens. So
0: your um, two friends that said, no.
1: are they attached? <laughs> are they are they atta- are one is and one isn't.
0: One is and one is.
1: One is and one isn't. yeah.
0: May I ask what they do for a living? Um, out of curiosity?,
1: y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. one, one's a financial advisor and one's an occupational therapist.
0: So they're both smart people.
1: Yes, yeah, they're smart young women. <laughs> now your friends that said
0: to come out and do this—is that two more friends?
1: I think they're just optimistic, you know. What do they do? <laughs> they're also smart young women. Yeah.
0: They're also smart young women. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, say <laughs> Attached. Uh,
1: yes, yes, both of them. Both are of yet. them are. Yeah.
0: There you
3: go. I
1: can't tell what side I mean, you're on right now.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm interested in this entire thing. You thought you would pick my brain. I am being fascinated by this. I know. It gives me I knew it was good podcast
1: so
2: much- content.
1: Oh well, we should tell him how we reconnected, cause that's interesting.
3: Okay, I ad-
1: I he kept popping up on my Facebook like rec people you may know, and I was like, oh, well, you know, see what he's like, let's see what's up, yeah. what's up with him. No,
2: that was happening to me too, but there was just I just knew better than to ever like you know broach broach that. Yeah. yeah,
1: since you already had overstepped. Exactly, that was like I, that
2: kept popping up, and I was like, fuck you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You know, you can yeah. just delete people from that. But anyway, so I added him oh. and then he well, mes- he messaged me and he sent me a clip of this podcast where he talked about me. And that was like his opener was a clip of the podcast well, where he talked about me.
2: it just so happened. So this is the last episode with Samantha Sizemore. Are you guys listening, you can go check that out. It's live right now. But, uh, yeah, no, it just so happened that I was relaying this ridiculous ass story to Samantha Sizemore on the last episode. And it just so happened that she hit me up on Facebook at the same time I was editing when she literally texted me or messaged me on Facebook. And I was like, Hey, I, and I'm not shitting you. I was literally just editing the part where I was talking about her. So I was like, you're not going to believe this, but I'm like, actually, uh, editing this this part right now and so i played her the clip where i talked about what a dumbass i was and uh, apparently that worked
1: <laughs> well okay th- can, can we tell him about what happened after that
2: I, I i don't know if i remember exactly
1: okay mark uh he oh let's hear it he was on molly again apparently and
2: <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about that
1: <laughs> and- <laughs> what <laughs> And, and I'm just in my <laughs> I'm in my kitchen minding my own business making dinner and my phone lights up and it's from Mel and it says this is madey and I'm like did he just commit oh my god did he just commit the ultimate like cell phone faux pas of, like sending I
2: totally did
1: sending someone a text about them that they meant to send to someone else so he was talking about me with someone yeah. but sent me the text and then sent me a picture <laughs> of my own self, like sent me my own
0: selfie. <laughs> to me.
2: So I'm an asshole again. God damn yeah.
0: it! So why I was doing so Wait well a for a minute? Is this <laughs> segment you soliciting advice from me? <laughs> I need to know what you're doing, friend.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: What? What have you? Are you talking to what? me or her? You. <laughs> like why she's magic? still involved? What cologne do you have on that, that it overcame Molly twice, son? Well,
2: the second time I was uh, way more used to the drug.
0: <laughs> way more used to the drug. Oh, that's wonderful.
2: So I was able to just, uh, you know, all, all those emotions were perfect at that time. I think this is great. I,
0: I <laughs> I mean, you know that you've, uh, this, this hey, this also, girl, this lady doesn't need your shit. Mark, Mark, also, <laughs> yet-
2: also, this time it was on the weekend.
1: Wasn't, no, it wasn't. It was like, it was again, I think a Tuesday. Oh, fuck, you right. I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday. Again. But, but it was a day off. It was before the sun had set. <laughs> it was before the sun went down.
0: it was before the sun went down it
1: was yeah it was daytime molly yeah that's why i'm like he couldn't possibly be on molly again it's like 3 p.m again on a tuesday no he was on Molly.
0: all of this shows up Mm -hmm. in the the later biography about how he got clean do i need to go go back there (laughs) i called her on a tuesday
3: (laughs)
2: so anyway
0: it was early 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 (laughs) evening damn near afternoon (laughs) i had to work the next day dude (laughs) yeah yeah you want to get it in early you want to be a little burned out from from party drugs (laughs) when you get to work but you don't want to still be rolling
2: exactly exactly that's what i'm
0: saying please don't mention the company because it'll probably get you fired but i'm just curious what your day job is
2: i'm a carpenter i work for myself
0: you're a carpenter yeah i make stuff I out love of wood to picture you completely gone on molly just like I don't. gotta feel <laughs> the essence of the wood, man. No, no, no.
2: I would never do that at work, and uh you know, I'm not like it's not. it's actually was like a crazy coincidence. And I was talking to Tyson, my roommate and partner at Lampshade Media. He's the co producer here. I was like, Tyson, you're not gonna believe this. uh Matey hit me back up, and I'm on Molly again at the same time. He was Is like, What are
0: text it? message you sent to no, her?
2: No, 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 no. Tyson in person. He's my roommate. You know, he came downstairs. I'm like, You're not gonna believe this. He's like, And you're again. Like, that happened again. Because, like, and he was surprised because I haven't done it, like, since then. I swear to Christ. I swear to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe me. Fuck you. I
0: haven't done Molly since then.
2: I'm just saying, just man. MDA. Something... I don't really. Yeah. Well, no, it was MDA.
0: It wasn't Molly.
1: <laughs> I don't, and there's nothing wrong with anyone who wears their heart on their sleeve. But for me personally... It was just a little too much for me personally. But
2: moving forward, though, like she seems to be like interested to an extent. So, so Mark, now you know the lay of the land. You know the lay of the land, right? You've got the backstory. (laughs) You've thrown
0: up nothing but barriers. (laughs) Overcome. I'd say she's very interested.
2: So, (laughs) so what do you? Where do I go from here? Where do we go from here then?
0: I. I didn't know there was a step beyond this <laughs> I mean, once you get are you just saying you this is the, it once you no I'm saying once you got a prospective uh significant other into the basement podcast on the second date, I mean you've already <laughs> this is as most as you could hope for is that I'm
1: like mad. third base in the basement podcast it's like third base third base in the yeah.
0: basement podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's a base that has yet to be named. (laughs) Might be seventh base. I don't know. (laughs) This is a whole new game, whole new game of baseball. I mean, you you are you are perhaps unwittingly doing something very right, which is unwittingly for um, sure. You're you're opening up. You've clearly put no work into disguising who you are at all.
2: Yeah, no, I don't. I'm (laughs) really bad at that, actually. That's a
0: fact. That's a good quality to add. I've just
2: given up on it it entirely because I know I'm so fucking bad at it. I'm just like, nope. uh, I'm just
3: going to admit who I am right now and go hard with it.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. I, I was... You know, concerned about what people thought about me like earlier in my life and that just melts and melts away. With age yeah. I mean, I was dressed when I met Carrie, I was dressed like I was about to go, you know, backpack around the world. I'm sure I smelled bad. Yeah. You know, I was wearing punk traveling gear and the shit that I wear and
2: Of gloves with I'm cut sure off fingers I was intoxicated
0: so saw who i was she saw who i was pretty much right off the get so that's a good place to start uh yeah like we're going to that i mean it's not a bait and switch she knows what she's getting
1: i have a question for you this is not related to dating or anything but and when you were traveling did anyone make you eat garlic before you ate any food
3: Make me like, eat garlic?
1: Like raw I... garlic. I've been to China a lot and my interpreter would always make me eat raw garlic like the more um like the more rural place we were eating, he would make me eat like three cloves of garlic. And then if we were in Shanghai, we'd eat like one clove of garlic to to apparently avoid getting sick from the food. Dad, did you hear that at all when you were in Asia or anything like that?
0: I don't know why you would need to add garlic <laughs> to Asian food. It's right. inundated with it. Right. When <laughs> people would like it.
1: When my friend would pick me up from the airport, he would be like, you smell like garlic. Like so much garlic.
0: <laughs> I mean, depending on depending on where you were in Asia. I mean, you were in China. It's not mm-hmm. like mainland China. But yeah. Man, in Southeast Asia, where I was, garlic would be the most mild thing you'd smell. Mm -hmm. It's like getting assaulted with wonderful melange of smell all the time. Being in a city, it's really like you've got the smell of flowers and food being cooked and, you know, diesel emissions from everybody's (laughs) trucks and maybe there'd be a dry sewer around and then you know fresh fish and it's just it is you a lot with that. No, nobody ever told me to eat garlic. I always wondered if he threw a bunch of garlic into everything that I ate.
1: Yeah. I I always wondered if he was messing with me and making me eat garlic just because he wanted me to eat garlic.
0: (laughs) I I had no problem With, like, they said it was a hygiene thing to, like, keep you from getting sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They said, like, what, you know, like, we would eat, like, a wild boar that was caught on the side of a mountain, like, just, you know, that was cooked in a kitchen with no real health standards. And we, I never got sick at all anywhere. So I kind of believe it.
0: Well, I mean, a wild boar is safer in a lot of ways than eating a factory pig.
3: True. Yeah. Like,
0: a wild boar isn't, it's, When's it gonna run into salmonella out in the forest? <laughs> True. So it's all the pigs that are packed together in little factory farms that are yeah,
1: they're those the problem. would be the
0: problem. Yeah. But I only got sick once, um, even with all the wild stuff I ate, um, and I got sick drinking a PBR.
2: <laughs> no shit. Was it I, off the can?
0: No, I was I was in a I was in Vietnam and we went into a giant like marketplace. Thousands of stands everywhere. There were some bars, things like that. And there was one bar where I saw a PBR tap. And I was like, "Yes! PBR! I haven't seen that in months and months and months." So, I was super excited and ordered one. And uh I was stuck in my hotel room for three days <laughs> from the PBR line what of the all fuck? the things that didn't kill me. PBR got close.
2: Yeah. There had to be like so many shrimp heads involved and the PBR did it.
0: Well, I mean, I didn't eat three cloves of garlic before I took it. So that was clearly. <laughs> that's, that's probably where you messed up. Yeah. <laughs> that's the new tradition. <laughs> for I feel PBR. like the three cloves of garlic were. for some other reason like uh, they won't taste any additives if we make them eat three cloves of garlic
1: (laughs) yeah i can't look at garlic when i come home from china like i have to take a break from it it hurts me
0: i bet you ate some good food though
1: oh yeah so good i miss it oh yeah
2: dude it has been uh it has been so fucking awesome having you on uh lampshade media presents anxious kittens rs 2.0 deep dive um thank you so much yeah it has it's been a terribly
0: uh, named podcast.
2: What the fuck, man? Oh,
0: well, I mean, podcast overlord or something.
2: Podcast, podcast overlord, god king. <laughs> it's a little aggressive, man. Um, that's yeah, that's a whole deal. You're anxious saying Kitty you're saying instead of anxious kittens,
0: what do we do? I think I think god king podcast is probably. God King God King God King is sufficiently grandiose is it not
2: I don't know my Christian family is gonna like freak the fuck out and think I came back to Jesus
0: oh Sorry. <laughs> after after they hear all the stuff about Molly they'll be like I think we almost got him back <laughs> they Any thought that now, was the Holy Spirit, that... man. <laughs> feel like things are going too well for you possibly to come to jesus yeah yeah uh, probably but it never happens like nobody's ever like no you know i've never had one of my friends call me up like dude i am an investment banker and i made millions and millions of dollars but you know what really the cherry on top of it was (laughs) the other day while i was getting a hummer driving my hummer <laughs> i thought to myself i am just not getting enough jesus <laughs> it's always like i was face down in the gutter somebody kicked one of my teeth out and i saw him there jesus right on the horizon come save the day
2: i mean yeah so are you, you think we're still got to stick with with this god king
3: shit or uh
0: Podcast Overlord. Oh, that's that's hot. What do you what do you think, Maddie?
1: I'm just I'm thinking about this artist I know, and his name's called Sucklord. So I can't stop thinking about that when he says what's Overlord his name? Sucklord
0: <laughs> Sucklord. His <laughs> <laughs> name's Sucklord.
1: He makes like um to, like toy figurines. Yeah, he's an artist. Yeah, he's pretty, pretty cool. You should look him up. Uh, yeah, yeah but his he name's makes suck Toy Lord.
0: Yeah, yeah. It and like, like and like funny toy. Sucklord sounds like the most popular person <laughs> anyway. It's really funny. You should look like, <laughs> I liked how you like, stopped that joke. We call him man. Give this guy some Molly. See what he does. <laughs>
2: Is that the name Lampshade Media presents? Suck Lord, give this guy some Molly and see what he does.
0: No. <laughs> I like to think. I think you like probably to think that he came up molly. with the name Suck Lord before he bought a website. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "All right, SuckLord.com. Let's see if anybody's got it." That's what? So <laughs> Are you telling me it's spoken for? <laughs> Hold i on. can't find anything i was born in 1969 let me try it suck lord 69 oh come
1: on suck lord 69 that's not taken that's for sure
0: not suck taken. lord 69 420
1: <laughs>
2: there's got to be a lot of people that were born on that day i mean it can't be that rare
0: no no all right fuck everything i said about the name of this podcast it is now called Suck Lord Podcast. <laughs> all is, right. That is the new name.
2: All right. Alright. I'm into it. I'm into it. I Fuck think, it. Like I, I don't I don't have a better name. Do you, you have a better name? You might
1: name? get a you might get a cease and desist from real Suck Lord, though. Maybe like, I can, can it, work
2: out suck. a collaboration.
1: Yeah.
0: I I need your friend to sue him so that <laughs> in court somewhere, Suck Lord versus <laughs> As the people versus suck lord Will now be talking <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying is It was convergent uh, Thought Process we didn't,
3: yeah. we didn't Come
0: one to the other Like we vanilla ice and queen We're going at suck lord from a pincer sort of thing And met in the middle Yeah yeah. cause I don't feel one, like uh, One didn't influence the other
2: I don't even know who suck lord is You
0: know
1: He's like a nerd king of action figures. Just look him up; he's really cool. I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, look him up.
0: Dude, he sounds cool to me.
2: (laughs) Dude, what are the chances when you uh when the pandemic shuts the fuck up and leaves us alone? uh, What are the chances I could get you to come and uh, do my house show?
0: Oh, I I'll do it. Yeah, I owe so many visits to my family once this lifts. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, we got to, you know, Carrie and I both have to come back to Columbus and say hi to a ton of people.
3: So.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I can only have, uh, I've, I've given myself a little weird rule where I, I only have one white, white male, uh, straight comic, uh, per show. So you're going to have to let me know. So I can, uh, it, those are, those are tight spots, you know? I hear
3: you. <laughs>
2: Dude, what have we, what have we learned today? We've had a, we've had a hell of a time here.
0: What have we learned today, kiddos? <laughs> I don't know. I'm certain that I'm going to listen back to this and be like, oh, God.
2: <laughs> no, you won't, man. I edit the fuck out of these podcasts. It's gonna, You're going to sound beautiful.
0: <laughs> like, wait, did I talk about Suck Lord for 10 minutes and endorse my friends and I's business? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was asking you to like mark i got a couple of notes don't talk about suck lord and a business that will go unnamed yeah I'm, right. sh- I'm i'm shocked
2: that you weren't talking about your molly experience
0: you know i don't know that i've ever done molly
2: all right well i'm looking forward to that show you come and do at my house yeah
0: I'll, you'll tune in me <laughs>
2: You can feel it, right, man? You can fucking feel
3: it, right? Oh, man.
2: No, that's acid, dude. You're you're doing acid. <laughs> I am. Yeah, no. No, M- Molly's more like...
0: <laughs> exactly. Have you ever just... noticed how soft
1: I am? You'd be texting your girlfriend like 20 messages. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. You're going to be talking with everybody you can. If you have access to your phone about how much you love them... <laughs>
0: It's like the Real Quick though.
2: It's pretty beautiful.
0: What do you what do you think? Is it gonna be is it gonna be third date? Have you made a judgment call on this yet? Or you (laughs) what's up? I'm I'm just
2: looking at her here.
1: No, not yet. No judgment call yet. No
3: judgment call yet.
0: Not yet. You haven't made the call yet?
1: Not yet. No. We'll see.
0: Dude, that means that with all this already. You still haven't fucked it up.
3: <laughs> That's okay, pretty
0: good. That's you're not
2: wrong there. You're not wrong. Yeah, I haven't done like everything right though, have I?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> also no. Let
0: me let me stop you short. And I'm not a mind reader. No, you've not done everything <laughs> right.
2: Hey, I'm not on it's my. Not list. a perfect <laughs> ten.
0: You were not Kerry Strug in the '96 Olympics. You have not stick the landing.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, you know, we'll, we'll be fine either way, right?
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Dude, I feel I can hear the jangling of her keys. <laughs>
1: I already have Uber pulled up. <laughs> it's like,
0: where are they? <laughs> Uber's I- like. I'm just like, making sure I know where my keys are. No <laughs> be-
2: She's a yeah. If she slides out in five minutes because Uber's here. <laughs> No man, I feel like I feel like we learned a lot about uh, a lot about your adventures in life today, man. And you well, taught me I, that I still have a chance with Maisie, so I'm I'm pretty happy about that.
0: <laughs> I'd say if it were completely off the table, I would be talking to you and an empty microphone. <laughs> <laughs> still, I don't think you can come back from it, man. That's I mean, gonna she be ran. I saw her run.
2: That's gonna be my Nate's my next uh, dating advice segment is gonna be me in an empty chair. All right, so I don't have a date this time. Uh...
1: <laughs> Just ne- you never speak of me again on the podcast, then <laughs> you'll know what happened.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I did have another dating advice segment that didn't work out recently. Mm. So you know, you know, you're not gonna hear from Jill on Lampshade Media anymore. But whatever.
0: What dated dating advice did he have?
2: Nick Glasser, that was the Nick Glasser episode. Um, uh-huh. he, he told me that I should read her blog because she had a dating blog. And that didn't—that
0: wasn't good advice.
1: No, I did. I
2: mean, I read some of it, but you know.
1: Are you on the blog? Did you make the blog?
2: <laughs> That's still to be shown. Actually, it's pretty recent. <laughs> you know, this just like you know, we just kind of ended things like a week or two ago. So uh, I'm still waiting to see how she writes me up.
1: Maybe me and her can connect. Like, did you do Molly with her too? Like, me and her can have a no. Support that was group a big together?
2: no. That was actually a big problem for her. Like, yeah. Okay.
0: okay. That
1: was
0: a deal breaker for this.
1: What's her name? I think we should be friends. You should connect me with her.
2: I will totally connect with her. She's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh I've loved how this has gone. Okay. <laughs> we got we got a good story tonight. We got some good dating advice. We got to talk to a raccoon. We fucking uh we really went through the whole the whole the whole gamut, you know. We got to talk about sailing. I didn't I didn't think I was going to talk about sailing tonight.
0: We talked a little bit about sailing, yeah.
2: Yeah, like it's been a it's been a whole deal. It's been a whole deal. Dude, I fucking love yeah. you, man. Like it's it's so it was so great for you to come on. Like it was, just, I was like actually really geeked about this uh, recording, dude. Thanks to you, thank you so much. This was fucking tight. Thank
0: you so much. Y'all have a wonderful uh, rest of your day. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah.
1: It was nice to meet you virtually.
0: Nice to meet you too, man. This program is produced by Lampshade Media, hosted by Mel Milliman, music by Tyson Shipman. Graphic design by Griffin Browning, social media by Sam Welch, voiceover by Ryan Branch, and a special thank you to our sponsors, Paddy Wagon Food and The Garden.